Welcome to Was It Good? I'm Ravi, joined by Christian Arjuna, and as always, Mr. Michaels in the producer's chair. Guys, today we're talking something a little bit different. No one particular movie or TV show. Instead, we're going to take a kind of hard look at Hollywood, the box office, and what's happened since the start of the pandemic and COVID, and where we're at right now, and uh, dive in a little bit to what certain directors, actors have said, and just kind of give our overall unwanted, unbiased opinion <laughs> on Hollywood. But before we get there, guys, I want to give you my 60-second pitch for Hamilton. Oh, my God. The musical. The, the, the musical you swore you would never night. see. Correct. Uh, that you swore that you already hated. Correct. Because you hate all musicals. I do. Because emotions mm -hmm. and music. Yeah. I've been in a musical before. Before, before so That's why we hate it. Obviously, uh, <laughs> Hamilton is a musical by the, the great... Talented Lin Manuel Miranda, yes, yes. Lin Manuel Miranda. I like to call him Lin Manuel. Just call him Linny. Linny, no, it's <laughs> Lin not. for Linny. sure. Um, obviously, it's a musical, a play that you go and see in person. There are these things called live moving actors and props and things. For sure. Um, they did release a version, a uh, digital video version, Disney Plus on Disney Plus. Have either of you taken a peek? No, I, no. I, I've seen I've seen the trailer and I've seen I think a couple bits of it, but I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Do I am shocked by that, you know. I mean, are, are either of you into musicals? I know Christian, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like musicals. Yeah. Actually, the last musical I saw was the theatrical version of uh, In the Heights, which is uh, Lin Manuel Miranda's latest movie, uh, which is another musical that he had that was on you know on Broadway and such mm. that was made into uh, an actual, actual movie, movie, not just like a digital version of the. On stage production. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, let me give you my 60-second pitch of why, hold on a second here, of why, you ready? You should not see this this uh, theatrical play in person. Okay. Whenever you're ready. At night. Uh, start in three, two, one, go. Here we go. So Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton, a Broadway musical spectacular is visually beautiful. Lighting is so well done. The singing, the music, it really, when you're in person and you're hearing this and you're seeing this, emotions are brought to the surface. And that's my first point as to why you shouldn't see this in person. If you're going to cry like a little baby, you shouldn't have to do that in front of random strangers. That's not fair. That's not, that should never happen. You should do that in the comfort of your own home. Nobody wants to see that. My second reason as to why you should not see this in person, squeaking. So the, oh my <laughs> God, I'm running out of time so quickly. There's a lot of squeaking going on because of their feet on the, on the floor. It was tons of squeaking. It was very fucking annoying. And then number three, we're still unfortunately in a pandemic and the Pantages Theater required proof of vaccination, but they didn't actually compare it to any ID, which is a load of bullshit. Time. So that's my reason why you should not see Hamilton in person oh, and stick to seeing it in your home on Disney+. Plus. I have a question. So you actually liked the, the musical? Loved it. It was great. It was fantastic. Are that's, you telling that's us? That's the news here. That's the, that's the real news, that you actually liked a musical. I, I just want to confirm something real quick. So are you meaning to tell me that you broke down with crying like a blubbering idiot in the theater? <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine Rabbit going... <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, if, if we go back and we play the tape, I said you should not have to suffer and cry in front of strangers. <laughs> that is what I said. I would pay 
uh, a stupid amount of money to have seen that. <laughs> so <laughs> therefore, therefore Christian and I have been <laughs> not just not persuaded to not see it. We have now been persuaded to see it and take you with us to see it, to see you cry during the performance. Uh, I, I don't know if I can go that far, Gina. But it's, already, it's too late. I ordered a private theater. For wow. the three of us <laughs> well, to watch it with the original st- cast, not even the new cast. <laughs> wow, the original cast. You have a lot of pull there. You have a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> I just made it up. So, yeah, but also, it. it was a fun, fun experience, and I was uh, genuinely surprised at how much I enjoyed watching it yeah. and seeing it in person. I am not a big musical person, as you both know. Growing up, our what? mother dragged us to the opera many, many times. Twice. That's not a musical, though. And, uh, it doesn't matter. There's singing, there's, <laughs> there's uh, music people, there's music coming Close out. Enough. That's a musical. <laughs> I don't care how uneducated or, or silly I sound. You also had to go to multiple musicals that I was in. Yeah, exactly. Middle school productions. I mean, those were fun just because You've you, the worst you kind of, you knew, you know, who's in them, so you, you know the front of them. You know the real reason we don't like musicals, though, Abby? Why? Because of Bollywood. Mommy oh, we have so Bollywood. many Bollywood That's movies. True. Where there's music and emotions, and but singing. it's not just emotions; it's Love. the most exaggerated emotions. Yeah, and they really just uh, milk it for all it's worth. So. Speaking of milking for all it's worth, Hollywood. Ah, oh, not Bollywood, not Bollywood. Hollywood and their theatrical releases and COVID. Mm. So we're now in year two. What is this? Season three? What would you call it? Season two? Season three of, of the pandemic? It's season two. Season two? This is like season two. We're at like, you know. The end? We're coming near the end of season two. Yeah. Well, I mean. Right? I get, I get, well, what? Season one started March. Yeah. Of uh, if 2020. Oh, so maybe we're halfway through. Halfway through season yeah, two. Yeah, that's what I would say. Halfway yeah. through season uh, two. That would make Rising sense. Rising action. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of things obviously changed. When the pandemic started, you know, a lot of America, a lot of states and areas shut down, went into lockdown. The idea of people gathering, especially in a theater, closed environment, you're very close to individuals. Uh, that thought was very scary to a lot of people. Still is very scary to certain individuals for, for good reason. Um, theaters were obviously not the smartest thing to go and have running and doing. Um, in order to protect the, their assets, studios um, delayed releases of a shit ton of movies. You know, To name a few, Black Widow, was delayed a bunch. Free Guy was delayed a bunch. Um, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi was delayed yep. as well. Um, Basically, every movie that came out this year was delayed. And we are still seeing delays, right? Like, a couple right off the bat. Like, Dune was pushed back a couple. Mm-hmm. To, it's now pushed to an October release. But again, that could be pushed later. Um, Top Gun is Top another, Gun is is another now, one. I that's think a 2022 a, release yeah, now. Yeah, so I think that's over 20 months that it's been pushed. Yeah, almost two it, years. It was originally supposed to come out in 2020. Shit. So that movie has been pushed back a lot. Poor um, Tom Cruise. And we just found out today yeah. uh, Venom, Poor Let Tom There Cruise. Be Carnage. <laughs> uh, that's been now pushed back to October 1st. No, not pushed back. Oh. Pushed delayed. up. Pushed up. Sorry. Wait, oh, sorry, that was pushed up. Yeah, so that, that one is, is now in a different category. Uh, potentially influenced by the success yes. of Shang-Chi. Do you think, so let's, let's talk about this. So the reason Hollywood is pushing a bunch of movies back is because theaters are, you know, early in the pandemic, theaters were not open. Then when they did reopen, it was very limited in terms of seating. Um, AMC and a lot of theaters, when you would go book your tickets, you know, you would have spaces between seats, between rows. Very nice experience because the theater was at like 25% capacity, which was great because 
as we all remember from Shang-Chi, you get the idiots in front of you that laugh at everything. Ruins, <laughs> the, ruins the experience. Uh, so they push back everything quite a bit. Um, now that things are normal, depending on who you ask, we have theaters blasting out movies and, and so forth. We have things like Black Widow that was both released in the box office and then also on Disney+. Plus. There's also a lawsuit happening. But then you get films like Shang-Chi, which was only a theatrical release, and at the time of this taping of this podcast, has just blown through, I believe, 80 million worldwide. Nine, uh, 90 million domestically. 90 million Holy domestically. Shit. Holy fuck. Which, wow. which breaks, I believe, Labor Day the weekend. Labor Day How? Of, uh, I believe, set by Halloween, uh, the movie. Wow. What? Just because a lot of blockbusters typically... They're not, not coming come out, out yeah. during Labor Day weekend. It's normally the last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I the saw family gets away with the kids before school and all that fun stuff. I saw I saw an interesting tweet, and it wasn't by any kind of insider or anyone connected to the biz, but they made the observation that with Shang Chi's success, it saved the the current uh, release dates for Eternals and No Way Home because of yes. Shang Chi's success. It's very unlikely that those two movies will get bumped. From their current spots, barring obviously something catastrophic, I which think, could definitely happen. Yeah, uh, look, I think Disney is in the enviable driver's position seat. and yeah. driver's seat of like they can dictate, set the market. They of. can dictate stuff because they have built this behemoth of a of studio in Must Marvel. Must see movies in Marvel, where yeah, people will go and see it because I think there was a big concern with it exclusively being in theaters that people weren't going to show up and see it. Uh, and even when the Thursday night take came in specifically, it opened up to less than Black Widow, right? I think mm-hmm. it was a nine million. Black Widow was around twelve million. So people were like, "Oh no!" Like Black Widow came out in theaters and on Disney Plus, and the Thursday night was different. But it went the opposite way over the weekend because people did end up going to see it. So do um, we versus not seeing it? Do we know? So again, at the time of the taping of this podcast. I don't know if you guys know that Shang-Chi has not been approved for a China or a Chinese release yet. Ooh, wow. Do we know, was Black Widow, when it was released, did it have a Chinese theatrical release right away, or was it delayed? Or, again, has that even been released in China? It's a great question. Uh, I honestly do not know the answer to that. I, If I had to guess, I think it did have a Chinese release. But, again, that's just... The other question I, I have for our fact checkers too, if um, put if, the checkers on it. If Liam, if you want to check this one, is does China have Disney Plus? And if they have Disney Plus in China, do they also get the same type of release schedule that we get, where Black Widow comes out in theaters, it also comes out well, on digital? Because I know that's because that in itself is kind of interesting. Because typically the the Chinese box office makes about 15 20% of the overall box office worldwide, you know, revenue, right? Right. Which is some information Super for us. Yeah, so as of uh, this is the latest I could find just on a quick Google search, um, as of 4 days ago, Marvel is facing a potential blockade in China, which threatens that box office bottom line and uh, is that just that overall? includes Black Widow, Shang-Chi and uh, Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home. So those movies uh, do not none of those four movies have Release release dates. In Interesting. China, as of right now, wonder why that is. Uh, so it's. It, I don't. I mean, oof, I don't that's, know. I, that's. I don't know. That's a that's curious crazy. one. Yeah. Um, because you would think. I mean, Shang Chi takes place in China. Um, there's a lot of 
Well, part of it does. Yeah. Part of it takes place there. There's a lot of... I, I, I would think that China would like a movie like that because it... It's American-made. It's American-made, sure. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's all American it's studios uh, and everything behind it. So I guess that might be the... Yeah. It's that the, might be the big thing there. That's, that's, that's I, interesting. I'm sure it's the distribution of the Disney relationship yeah. with China and... There's obviously been some things, a lot of things, the last year or so. That's that's been going on there. So, yes, um, I doubt it's more to do with the content and more to do with the relationship yeah. with the studio and the company as so, a whole. So, when we're looking at specifically Black Widow, Shang Chi, Scarlett Johansson and, and her folks, I guess her uh, team, her team, PR team, have a lawsuit against Google Disney, team. stating that because it was a release on both Disney Plus. And the theatrical that she lost out on potential earnings based on the fact that Shang-Chi is doing so well yeah. in comparison. Do you think there's like, there's some backing now to that lawsuit? There might be. I mean, mean, it's all going to depend on obviously the final numbers and everything. And I'm sure Disney will argue a certain way that, oh, Shang-Chi was going to do financially better because it's a new property. It's, quote-unquote, you know, more excitement, more connection to the MCU present versus, like, a past, going back into the past of the MCU, et cetera. You know, they're going to argue a certain way, but I do think there is ammunition of, like, hey, look, this movie didn't have a Disney Plus release and made a certain amount of money. Um, it broke records. It, right. It, it's, it's, it's made a lot of money. It obviously has a lot of hype and around it, and you just kind of wonder, did... Black Widow miss out on that a little bit. Now, also, like, there's a lot of factors to it, right? I feel like the state of the world is a little bit different from July to September, just in terms of more people are vaccinated. Well, not even in that. Theory. I, I think the perspective is a slight is still different too. Like, people are more willing to go out and do stuff now than even they were in July. Now, whether that's the right or wrong move is a completely separate topic, right? I think it comes down to the individual. The individual and, and what's going on and stuff, but there is just, there are more people out and about, right? Life is returning a little bit more to quote-unquote normalcy. Beyond that, though, you forget about the whole COVID thing. I mean, if you look at the two movies in a bubble, sure. Black Widow, when it came out, the character, the main character is dead in the MCU timeline. It's a character we've already seen. Now, yes, they did introduce three brand new characters, a whole host of new characters, but it's still based on the main, the protagonist is still a character that we've seen, and she is dead. Shang-Chi is a brand new character, a brand new setting, brand new everything. It's post-endgame. It's post-endgame. It's, yep. it's a whole, it's a new. Moves the narrative forward. It yeah. moves the narrative forward, and it's like uh, people were excited about it because it's something new, something fresh. Yeah. I mean, it's the um, same with like the Disney Plus shows too, right? Yeah. Like, people are excited exactly. for that because, again, it's, Post end game yeah. moves it for it moves it yeah. Uh, so uh, Disney ran into the same issue years ago with Solo, right? The, one of the issues that you ha- like Solo was a good movie that we all actually enjoyed, but it made it didn't make a ton of money. Made nothing because <laughs> it was about a character who just died a few months, like you know, a year plus before. Yeah, or a couple well, years before. To a guy where you already know the fate. Yeah, you yeah. kind of know the fate, and it, again, it did a I similar thing of like, oh, it introduced us to a new, cool, young version of Lando and a few new characters like Kira, who was. Potentially supposed to do more in this greater Star Wars universe, but and Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like actually, really, real f- I was typing <laughs> in Darth Maul on my phone because I talk Star Wars every day. Yeah, and for some reason, my phone auto corrected uh, Darth to Fatty. <laughs> fatty Maul. So it said Fatty Maul. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, We're gonna make it, but thing. it was weird. Fatty that Maul. takes off your behavior. So I know. 
Yeah, that's weird. You tell us what you're texting. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, guys, do you think those stormtroopers are looking a little fatty? <laughs> hey, hey, fatty! But, yeah, oh I God. think I mean, I think that's part of the reason, like, Black Widow might have struggled. Like, I, I do think it might have – I do think it would have done better in a – like, if it maybe had come out later. Like, maybe now or in the next few months as things potentially start to open back up. But, but I, it probably still I, isn't doing Shang-Chi. Yeah, I right? don't – yeah, there's a ceiling to movies, right? Like – if you go back and look at Ant Man, that movie was never going to make a billion dollars. No. Okay. It's like, about an ant. Paul Rudd. Man. Everybody loves Paul Rudd, right? He's right. America's sweetheart. The guy was not. The movie was not. I thought that pull was Jake in. Gyllenhaal. No. Who knows? No. No. The no. movie was not going to pull in a massive amount of money. It's still going to pull in good money, right? And Black Widow still pulled in good money, but there's just a certain ceiling to certain stories, and it's not. That's not taking away from ScarJo. That's not taking away from the character. It's just t- it's it's just the simple fact that people are going to care less about a movie that takes place in the past and a dead character and a character that is yeah. no longer w- with us. Yeah. And, Do you and, think? And they've been adamant is not coming back. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, if they were like Black Widow's coming back, that movie would have done way better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably maybe. because maybe, people yeah. were like, "This is going to move it forward, and this is going to show us maybe yeah. how she comes back." Right. Yeah. But because they were like definitively like she's dead, she's not coming back. People were just like, "Cool, I can give this one a skip." Yeah. Or I can watch it on Disney Plus yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have to immediately go see it. Shang-Chi, yeah. people are like, this character is important. He's really cool. Here's Sim, who's here's Simu doing all of these interviews. First, first uh, Marvel martial arts movie. Yeah, like, exactly. There's there's a lot of like positive well, things. Also, going. like Simu did an amazing job on social. Like his oh, yeah. so- on social and his doing the media social rounds. like his social game like promoting this movie and even after like I don't know if you all saw on his Twitter page. He posted. He found a stock image because he he's obviously he, he did, d- did the stock he stuff. Did the, yeah, he yeah, did yeah, the yeah. stock stuff like a lot of actors do yeah. when they first come to Hollywood. And there's a stock image of him at with two other table. people yeah. looking at a computer screen and la- computer screen and laughing. Uh, and he posted so that saying ones. us, you know, laughing at the uh, people who said this, this yeah. was an experiment. If you guys <laughs> ever, if you guys are ever bored, <laughs> go on to Twitter and just look up the Simulua Leo. Um, stock memes there's so many good ones there's like one with him at the head of the table with like people like photoshop the rest of the avengers at the table with him at the head it's so good but like he honestly did like an amazing job to promote the film so did aquafina and like there was a lot of enthusiasm about the movie versus like the widow crew didn't get to do as much of that because things again were more closed off they also taped that movie two years ago. Yeah. You know, Scar- the Scarlett Johansson uh, had, yeah. like, basically probably moved on from her Marvel stuff in a lot of ways. So, Which isn't a bad thing. Like, no. You know, Simu is starting his Marvel career. Yeah. And he's made a great impact. He's made us all excited again for the MCU. You know, Scarlett Johansson has other projects that she's working on, other areas to focus. It's not a bad thing that she's not D- they're promoting d- There are different parts of their yeah. career. You know, yeah. like, she's... Her Marvel journey is over. Yep. Right. His is just like you said, beginning, and he's kind of, he's kind of being positioned to be kind of like, the next Robert Downey Jr. of the MCU in a lot of ways. Just in terms, I was of not Doctor Strange. To, to specify though, are you talking like Robert Downey Jr. off camera in terms of like behind yes. the scenes? Okay, oh. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think he has the charisma and that definitely that enthusiasm yeah. to be like. Here I am, and you know, I can do fun oh, stuff. Like and I can Ro- talk about it. What Robert Downey Jr. did for like going on. Late night shows for sure. and doing like little gags and stuff. Think about how important that was to the beginning of the MCU. Like you need someone to sell that stuff. 
I and think he can do that, I think, versus, like, anyone they really currently have on staff, quote-unquote. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see Benedict Cumberbatch being able to, like, do that type of stuff. I don't see Brie Larson being able to do that type of stuff. He I see, like, between... Um, like, they can do some of that in a limited capacity. I, mean, I but see don't between him and he's, like, um, he's excited Tom Holland as well. Tom Holland, sure. sure. Tom Holland, I think, Remember, is he's another a Sony, one. He's, he's a Sony, Sony employee. For, for now. He, he is an unwilling... Sony slave. <laughs> he wants out so he's a Sony, bad. Sony, he's a Sony slept. simp. Real, Sony real quick, simp. real quick. Um, how much? This is a joke. How much credit for Shang Chi's success should Bob Chapek claim from, the, <laughs> from his uh, from his comments? Should he claim anything? Should he get like? Is it? Did he light a fire under some people? Like to Christmas get to party? Cri- Disney <laughs> Disney Christmas party twenty twenty two. Simu and Bob Chapek are in the room. Oh my god! Bob comes up to him with a drink in hand, hands it to him, and he's like. You're welcome. They and then he disappears. They into the he goes off in a puff of smoke like Count Chocula. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> part of me wants to imagine that Disney has like these, you know, control rooms with machines running all these hypotheticals, yeah. and the machine and the people are like, "Okay, Bob, JPEG, you need to say this, like a matrix, and then we'll do this, and then this is the result." <laughs> da, 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 da. Like I want like. So badly, I want that to be the case. Like a but we all trius. know... Basically run by AI. Yeah, but we all know that it's just dumb fucking luck that Bob said what he said. I think it was it's taken this way and... No, da, no, da, no. Da, no. Da. It's, not, it's not luck. I, like Arjuna said at the top, yeah. the beast is so big yeah. that uh, there are enough eyes on it where the story will get spun every single way. Right. Every single way. Any Anyone that says anything, you're going to have the pros and the cons and all the in-betweens. So Disney can't lose. And, and they just like can't. The, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so large and successful at this point, it would take five straight box office flops to like have a serious conversation inside that building of, like, we need to change it up. You know what I'm and saying? Even though, and that's the thing, though, is even if you had the five box office flops, you would do kind of what Star Wars has done, which is we're going to stop releasing all the movies. Sure. We're going to, you know, bunker down, redo right. everything, Pump out a couple of things here and then, and then rebuild. The franchise is still—it's yeah. so strong. Like you, 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 like Star Wars, even with the cinematic failures of the sequel trilogy, it still made a fuck ton of money. Oh yeah, it still made a lot. They for think the about company. the merchandise. Alone. The merchandise is still there. They still have strong properties in the Mandalorian, in Bad Batch, in all of these Lego. other types. They, they still. Well, no, no, I bring up Lego yeah. because the trailer for the Halloween Disney Plus oh. Lego Star Wars special oh, dropped today, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and no. it's this weird thing where there are Mustafa and somebody related to the Huts, another um, Jabba-looking fat fatty um, oh, Waba, no. makes basically a Darth <laughs> Maul like horror museum. Oh, that's amazing! Okay. And then there's this creepy dude that like tells the dark side of like all these stories. So like, well, what if Luke? fell to the dark side on Tatooine because he decides to join up. Like, Wedge tells him, oh, you want to get off Tatooine? Go and become a TIE p- fighter pilot. And then he runs into his dad. <laughs> like, so they're going to do goofy-ass st- stories Lego like this. Star Wars one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be, like, it's I'm going to watch it and love it because it's it's not canon, which is yeah. fine. And it's just fun. And it's, it's just fun, movie, fun and yeah. goofy. So that'll be, that'll be fun. The holiday have, special is fun. We have Visions coming in, like, two weeks. Oh, my oh God. I, I, again... I don't know, like, There's it's so weird content. because I'm reading online on, like, IMDb that it looks like it's all coming out once. Yeah. I'm seeing, though, that's going to be week to week. I think it's I all I have no once. idea, I think. but we'll see. According to Wikipedia. If it's all at once, that's going to awesome. be the greatest. That would be awesome. When I looked at Wikipedia, I had, the, I had the episodes, and it all had the same date. 
Did you go into Wikipedia and edit it before? Yes. Hit yourself really hard in the yep. face so you forgot. Yep. Well, fun fact, Simu, Simu Liu is doing a voice for one of uh, Visions. Oh, that's oh, cool. I did yes. not know that. Yeah, I looked at They released some of the voice He's cast. got that Disney contract. <laughs> Yeah. Is that Disney synergy? He's got the Aquafina. Uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson's also doing bag. the voice. Is she really? No. Oh. <laughs> she is not in that Disney circle anymore. No, she, she with is this lawsuit. She is firmly oh outside of God. Because she was supposed to do a um the uh, before it was Guardians of the Galaxy ride, the Twilight Zone, what was it called? The uh, Tower of Tower Terror. Terror yeah. She was attached to do a Tower of Terror movie for we don't need that. for Disney. And from what I read, she is no longer attached to that movie. Does Disney World, just side note, does Disney World still have Tower of Terror? Correct, yeah. Okay. What would a Tower of Terror movie look like? Uh, Tower Scared. and Terror and uh, Is there a story Hansen. behind the ride? Like, is there, I yes. don't remember. Isn't it based the off Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone episode? It's a Twilight oh, Zone thing. it is. I don't know if it's based off an actual episode. Oh, okay. I think it might be its own separate thing or whatever, Tower but like Terror. it is in the Twilight Zone genre, if you will. Interesting. Oh. Um, but yeah, anyway, we said all of this about delays in movies and everything, and now the, obviously the success oh, of Shang Chi has made a certain little company called Sony. It looks like bring up the release of Venom. Let there be carnage now to October first. Right. So it ha- it was supposed to come out in September. They had delayed it to October eighth, and then a few days ago they announced, "Hey, uh, there had been rumors as well that they were going to push the movie even further to 2022," and then <laughs> they're like, "Hey." We're not doing that. In fact, we've heard your pleas. Who's pleading for this? Uh, Krishna is clearly <laughs> no, pleading no for this. That we're like no. going to move it up a week to October 1st. It's going to bomb. Uh, it's going to bomb. For some reason, <laughs> they think Venom has the same, no. you know, and they have the same, No, they know, think they think cash. No, yeah, Disney. they think people are, like, back into movie-going mode, and they don't realize that people are going to go be very selective about the movies they're going to see. Let there be Venom, or Carnage, sorry. Fuck, Let there be Venom? Is one that you would wait. <laughs> that, that is the perfect movie that you wait for streaming. It yeah. is not worth going to a theater for. I'm just sorry it's not. I you think, don't die for that. I mean, I think like we've <laughs> talked about with movies, like we are in the age of the, the uh, we're in the age of the, the box office, like billion dollar industry, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw that pre-pandemic where a lot of studios mm-hmm. were like, we're doing the $200 million movies or we're doing the $2 million Oscar movie for theaters. And there was, you had really lost that middle, <laughs> that middle, the middle ground, right? The middle class is you, you lost the You lost the middle class, right? You really, you lost the middle class of movie Man, making, right? It's crazy. And I think the, I think the pandemic is, it's, it's, and it's further uh, emphasizing those points, right? You're probably only going to risk going into the movie to see a mega blockbuster. Or to see an Oscar bait movie because you're like I gotta I see. I don't it on the know thing. if an Oscar movie is worth seeing on the big screen because but it doesn't for, for us it's not for, for for most people it won't and it's not about it's not about the visual. No, it's not. Oscar movies aren't about the box office take right. It's about you know just the critical response. Right? Getting the critical response, getting into the zeitgeist, and getting into the conversation. No, no, I, I get and that. Then getting I that, get and then that. Getting a little well, bump. What I'm the, saying though is like the, as a numbers. viewer, right? Yeah, for sure. And you want to see it. Yeah. Why would you like? There will be actually no. There will be blood. You would want to see that. But that's oh. that. And that actually, I think one like best cinematography. No country for old men. You'd want to see it. Dude. Yeah. So like those ones sure. I get, but like, what's that one with Ryan Gosling and they're singing? La la la. Wait, yeah, la la la. la, la. la, la. 
Why would you see that so in a fucking people, movie some theater? Some people would argue that one is worth seeing in theaters because of how it's shot, because of all the film techniques. I mean, now that you're cetera, a musical cetera, lover, so. yeah, I assume that you would want to so, see so, it. So, you know, there, there are a lot of, you know, quote unquote, movie, movie purists that are like, if the movie is shot a certain way and it's made for a certain, you know, presentation it should be seen that way sure right? and so people will go and see those types of movies and that there is an audience for that and again those movies aren't you know people make those movies to win awards oh, right there's or, a f- or people claim at least that they make them for the art of cinema you're but giving the me studio so greenlights it for uh, oscar bait and that's gi- why they you're giving them. me so many like good transitions let me use one of them we go got ahead. a good game as well though what do you mean? So we, we take a look at the next few blockbusters, the next five blockbusters that are coming out, and right. you, can, you have to, can only pick one to go see in theaters. Well, before Which we get, one do you pick? Before we get there, That's Arjuna has made a ton of good transitions from my other talk. <laughs> Which is Patty Jenkins. Patty <laughs> Jenkins. Say it, right. Say it right. Say it right. Patty Jenkins. So Patty Jenkins uh, came out recently at CinemaCon last week, or this past week. And uh, during a panel... Um, CinemaCon? Yes, yeah, oh went on a little bit of a rant where she was stating that the streaming services are ruining cinema because uh, she's not aware of what's coming out on those streaming services because it's not to her advertised appropriately, and therefore those movies are fake. What? I hope she just chose her words incorrectly, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like all of them? Yeah. So the so the entire statement. Yeah, I hope the whole entire statement was just like... A poor Patty choice. Jenkins, by the way, her most recent film was uh, Wonder Woman 1984, so, which got a, a release both um, box office and on streaming. HBO Max. Yeah. And it was also uh, not a good movie. So to her first point, that the streaming services don't do a great job of promoting movies... I actually don't disagree with that point, right? Because you look at like a service like Netflix and you look at some of these other services and then things just kind of appear a lot of the times, right? Netflix notoriously like only promote, you know, does a little bit of promotion for their top stuff, but there's a lot of stuff they release week over week, month over month that don't get a lot of advertising. Um, So I actually don't disagree with that point of like the advertising isn't necessary there. The rest, the, the fact that fake movies, like, what does that even? Well, the fact what that does you, that mean? The fact that you would <laughs> straight, call like straight to VHS movies. You, the, the fact though that you those would are call, actual those are movies still. Like you can't not call them a movie. But the fact that you would call like your fellow like directors That's horrible, like that their movies are fake. Yeah. And then the the thing that just makes me laugh and chuckle a lot there is like she's making this bold claim, but then she, or like her most recent film was a gigantic flop. Like, it was not a good film. I think film. it still made money, right? It made some money. Didn't make as much money if, you know, pandemic wasn't a thing. I mean, it made enough money for them to green light a, th- a, th- a threequel. There's a so third one coming? third one. Sadly, yes. Oh, with man. with with the duo. So, with, with Patty and Gal Gadot. And that will be, thankfully, the last one. For now. Yeah, we'll see. Well, last one with Patty, at least. Well, for now. Patty! Until, both of them, until, until they both come together again <laughs> in 15 years of life. Let's do another one. Do you guys want to play the game? All right. Chris is very excited for his game. So I've got the nine blockbusters that are coming out in 2021 as of this moment. So there's nine. You get to pick two that you go to see in theaters. The rest, you have to wait until mid-2022 to see. So pick carefully. These are the rules that I've set. Wait, hold on. Do I get to see... The other movies not in theaters, like, are they going to be on a streaming service? Nope. You, don't get you have to, to wait until mid-2022. So I have to wait another Six year, potentially. Yeah. All right, movies. you ready? So the nine movies are these. This is going to be a very hard choice. <clears throat> Eternals. Venom. 
Spider-Man, No Way Home, Matrix 4, 007, No Time to Die, <laughs> Morbius, Ghostbusters. Wait, back up. Morbius, Morbius is the vampire one, right? Yeah, with is, uh, it, uh, Jared Leto. is it related to the MCU or we don't know still? It's Sony. related to Sony, but in the trailer, um, Michael Keaton shows up and it's heavily implied Vulture. he's uh, Spider-Man's Vulture. Vulture a Spider-Man gotcha. poster shows up with Toby's Spider-Man. Gotcha. Um, there's a lot of allusions to uh, allusions previous Michael. Spider-Man movies. All right, last three. Ghostbusters, Dune, and then Halloween Kills. Oh, man, Halloween Kills. It's I that, have to say that. It's got to be Halloween Kills and James Bond. So, in my mind, there are four movies. There are four movies here of the nine that are probably most people are like, oh, i got to see these. You only get to pick two of them. So Which two are you well, picking? Let's, all, let's go through. I already found Well, real quick, let's see if we all agree, though, on the ones we wouldn't care about seeing, right? Okay. So, Halloween. Yeah. No. James Bond. No, no. I, I want to see it, but like, I don't have theaters. to see it in theaters. Ghostbusters. No, no. I, that, that one I would skip out. You know, if I had Definitely to pick, skip. Yeah. To that pick. Mobius, Mark, fuck again. No. If I have to pick, yeah. And then what was Venom? Venom. Yeah, Venom's yeah. the other one. I bother. No. So then the four then are Matrix, Dune, No Way Home, and Eternals. Eternals. Those are the four. Okay, that's easy. I, oh, I, I which, think it was which, which four? Wait, Junior, you go first. I think you're gonna pick Dune. No, what are you picking? I'm picking. For me, I'm picking Dune and No Way Home. Okay. Those would be my two. I'm picking... Reluctantly. I mean, again, you have to pick and choose here, but I, those would be my top three. My, my two are Eternals and Dune. Eternals and Dune. Okay. Those are the two you have to see in theaters. The rest can wait. Okay. For me. For me. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not the biggest Bond guy. So, but Wait, so what are your two? I picked Eternals and Dune. Those okay. are the two. Dune and Matrix. I mean, I mean, if Matrix Three had been a good movie, maybe, but you know, it was Matrix. So I've waited wait. twenty years. I can wait another. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with that one, but that's the thing <laughs> my, is like that's my Eternals. That's Eternals my and No Way Home, I think, are cool. But Eternals like, is even, like you, I say this about Shang Chi, like the first two thirds of the movie, great, something different, but then it fell flat and it was just a typical Marvel movie. I still feel like Eternals and the new Spider Man are going to be something similar, where it's like, whoa, this is shiny and new, but then it will kind of be what I expect. While The Matrix, it may be a gigantic pile of garbage, but I still feel it like as a movie-going experience, <laughs> yeah. especially if you go like opening night, because you're going to get those like um, Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves like stands type people, like huge fans. Oh, I thought you were going to get Keanu Reeves Keanu just Reeves. jumping into random Keanu theaters Maybe. to watch it with you. Maybe. That's what and I then want. Dune, Dune, I've waited. Do I've Dune. waited. Uh, when did David Lynch come out with his nonsense? 1984. I wasn't even alive. And I've been, been waiting. waiting since You've been waiting, I've been waiting since before negative life. Six years. Yeah. yeah. Or negative no, five. five years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully five. that's a that's that's a movie that feels like it's obviously big. That's a movie that feels like my expectations are up there, Too like high. I did with Rogue One, sure. and I will leave the theater, and it will rain, and I will cry. I I picked No Way Home just because it's like the ultimate, or feels like it's going to be the ultimate Spider-Man event. To me, you know, it feels like something that's worthy of the hopefully, big screen. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be the highest grossing movie of the year. Ooh. Yeah. I think that's gonna be Ooh. Actually I, I'd be so curious to see the numbers. I think I'm curious between that and Eternals, yeah. which one it's gonna be one of those two for sure. I think it's Spider Man, no um, question. Doom Eternals will do well, but it's because it's a new property and I think people still aren't entirely sure what it is. It I think it won't do as Midwest. well. I think Spider Man Spider Man movies always yeah. you know, they kill at the box office. You're bringing back Tobey Maguire. It's, it's the most right. It's the most <laughs> rumors. It's the most popular Marvel IP, Rumored. like you know that that's out there. 
you know, probably I guess besides the Avengers at this point. So Ooh, yeah. it's gonna do well, especially if you know if all the rumors are true. If, like they bring back. Do you guys want to do 800 people? I think it's going to be... Because it's pretty good. I think it's going to be... I think Spider-Man might end up being like one of the biggest troll jobs ever. I mean, it could... That's the thing. It could be, right? That's why it's a skip for me. It could could be that. Or it could be... It could be something. Do you remember remember when uh, Ant-Man 2 came out and we all went to the theater and we're like, okay, it's a movie. But we all went to see that movie because we knew something was going to happen really to post credit scene. The post credit scene. I feel like Spider- Captain Marvel. I think yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> Spider Man might potentially be that. I guess it depends on what we see. Like, it really depends on what we see with the rest of these trailers. We know that Marvel loves to superimpose and replace things in their trailers sure. and their posters. So it's very possible, you know. Doctor Strange truly is Mephisto. In which case, I will regret having to wait till twenty twenty two to find out. I. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all nine of them. I mean, unless <laughs> things with the pandemic and COVID get worse, and then everything goes. We're not, I'm not saying Ghostbusters <laughs> in the theaters <laughs> or Morbius. What if? Or vet, well, what if? What if you have no, to see like like Ghostbusters? Like in order to see these two movies, you have to see two of those other movies. Well, that yeah, you then don't you do see. it. Yeah, then you do it. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, I mean, James Bond. No, it's I either Mobius or Spe- Ghostbusters. I, sti- I still <laughs> oh, need to see uh, Ghostbusters. I still need to see Spectre. I still haven't seen the last Oh, James my Bond. God. Oh. I haven't, uh, I don't think I've seen I want to rewatch, I want to yeah. rewatch the Daniel Craig Bond. I've only seen, I've only seen all of them once, except for Casino Royale, which I've seen like Quantum of times. Solace, to me, was just one of those movies where they were, they were saying words and actions were happening, but my brain didn't Did comprehend. Accents? Yeah. What Did, was going on? Accents? Daniel Craig said, well, first of all, that was written during the writer's strike or made during the writer's strike. Oh. And so Daniel Craig said he was writing the script <laughs> on the set because they had no writers. So that's why it doesn't that's make sense. That's why it doesn't make sense. And he admits to it. So he's like, I'm a horrible writer. <laughs> I mean, that's not his it's thing. It's not on him. It still has some amazing visual. That's hilarious. I mean, that is that awesome. actually makes me like the movie. Now. Yeah, it makes me want to rewatch it. I'm a Quantum of Solace fan. Nothing yeah. beats James Bond with Pierce Brosnan and him and uh, Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. Trevelyan? Yep. Goldeneye's James? No. no. For me. Ah! Goldeneye is a great, is, is a really great Bond movie. Casino Royale. Great is, game, too. Casino Royale, I oh, think, yeah. is still my favorite Daniel Craig movie. That's the first you one, right? It's the first right? one. Yeah. Daniel Craig, James Bond movie. Ooh. I don't think I've seen a ton of other Daniel Craig. Layer Cake? Non-James Ooh, Layer Bond Cake. Layer Cake's so really good. good. I know people really love that movie. Yeah, Knives Out. Knives Out. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> in that. Movie. The Knife I like Movie. The, I like the, the Knife Movie. movie. I mean, he's oh, going to be in the sequel with... Uh, he's going to be in 2 through 5, yeah. yeah he's the There's that many? They, well, Netflix is the one that ended up getting the rights for the Knives Out sequels, and they've commissioned like a bunch of them. Wait, are they going to be straight to Netflix? Knives Out in the Arctic. Knives Out with the people. Wait, wait, can, we we get, can we get Patty Thunder? Jenkins? <laughs> can we get Patty Jenkins to comment on Knives Out straight to Netflix? I was going to say, uh, <laughs> what it was an Oscar so movie. What it was an Oscar movie. Netflix not advertising. Yeah, we already know about five of their movies. That's true. See, but see, they only advertise for their top, like their top, like they'll advertise the shit out of Stranger Things or Bridgerton or. Well, what that's what do? makes them the money. Well, no, right, their the their marketing plan is basically they put everything out, and yep. then they see what social likes, yep. and then whatever social's liking, then they put the money behind it, Correct. which is smart. Like, it's smart. It's using organic, and then they don't have to. That way, they're not blindly throwing marketing dollars at everything. And their business model too is to always operate from debt. Yeah. 
Smart because very you, smart because if you're always in debt, you'd have no money to ever give anyone. Yeah. Then also <laughs> the standards are super low. Like, oh, we didn't make money this year. <laughs> Whoopsie. But we didn't make money last year. How do either. they pay their people? <laughs> How does someone get paid that company? So you know, like Disney, Tesla, <laughs> like Apple, like you know, you've got those people that love those companies. Yeah. They only hire people that truly love. Oh Netflix. yeah, there you go. So, so you want to work for Netflix? You pay us because <laughs> we have debts to pay. Oh my god! No, no, no the, deal, the deal is your twelve dollars subscription to Netflix is actually ten dollars as an employee. Ooh, yeah. Do you, I wonder? <laughs> worth it. I wonder if they <laughs> offer their employees free Netflix or if it's like, now nah, you still got to fucking pay. Because you know Disney know. doesn't offer Disney Plus to their employees; they That's have to pay insane. for it. That's ridiculous. That's like what the fuck? Like it's same with the ESPN Plus, company. all of it. Like they don't offer it. That's that's. Uh, you okay. get free Spotify if you work for Spotify. And Arjun uses fucking Apple Music. Got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a Spotify phone, do I? I have an Apple phone. You know, there's a Spotify device you can get for your card that Spotify makes that it connects to your phone, but then it's just like a piece of hardware that just shows the Spotify. Pl- it's the stupidest fucking thing ever. Well, I'm a Spotify employee, and I didn't know that. So Yeah, I just saw it the there other day. Go. I don't think you guys do good at advertising. <laughs> How dare you slander? Uh, before we get out of here, Matrix Four, we got the teaser today. Um, yeah, <laughs> supposedly there's 180,000 variants of this fucking <gasps> teaser trailer because Loki yeah. opened up the multiverse, right? So we get infinite possibilities. Correct. Uh, based on the teaser, right. Trina, have you watched the teaser yet? Uh, I haven't. I wanted to keep it pure and fresh for Thursday. I figured someone shouldn't watch the teaser. Okay, so... We're about to spoil it for you. We're about to spoil it. So, (laughs) the scene scene opens with someone talking and then the familiar green dropping driplet texts. And then... Dropping ones? And then there's people looking at themselves in the mirror and then there's some action sequence and then there's Keanu with long hair and then... (laughs) Ta-da! So, it's Bill and Ted 4? Uh, potential. No. Well, the thing it looks like, like John Wick. The f- thing that's funny and interesting is he he filmed both the Matrix and John Wick Four like back to back, and based on what I saw in terms of how Keanu looks, it's very clear. Yes, he has the John Wick, John Wick, John, John Wick, Wick, the John Wick. He looks look. is absolutely John. So Wick. it's almost like the two. I mean, I I believe it. It's both Warner Brothers, right, for John Wick and Matrix. I mean, so wasn't that supposed to be that was supposed to be a Keanu day? Like both movies were supposed to be released on the same day. I think that's and they were going to have it, they, were, they were going to name it uh, Keanu Reeves Day because John Wick Four and Matrix Four was. They should have just dropped like uh, Bill and Ted Four too. <laughs> like they should have just fast tracked a, a fourquel to that mo- that franchise and oh also released it on the okay, same so day. Okay, so yeah, John Wick Four has been pushed back yeah. to May twenty seventh of twenty twenty two, and then so they should push Matrix, Matrix Four, 4 to May twenty seventh. No, I want to see well. it. No, because then you can. You, it doesn't have to be one of your two movies, you know. <laughs> I love how that we've actually put that limitation out there, and uh, you know, well, what? now we're still picking. I'm going to go see it on Christmas Eve by myself. Ooh, nice. You no, that should be a Christmas Eve movie. You should take Megatron. Matrix Four. That will be real. Actually, that'd be nutty. awesome. At night. That would be at awesome. Night. <laughs> I mean, Matrix is such a defining movie for so many people. Uh, uh, people our age, like it was so, such a, like a defining movie, at least for me. Yeah, uh, you know, it came out in ninety nine, two thousand, ninety nine. I think the first one came out in the nineties. Yeah, so, you know, ninety nine, so like and then it was two thousand two, and then two thousand four. Oh, for the sequels. Yep. Wow. So it, the ninety nine had a Phantom Menace and the Matrix. 
Yes. Peak, one of those, peak of Hollywood back then. One of those was Couldn't very good. And one the other was Matrix. Mason Cha Cha One of those was. <laughs> Do you take the blue Mason, Mason don't know. Uh, first of all, uh, Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. Mason have a drug problem now. So I, was talk- so I was talking to someone who has a young child, and the, the kid asked about Star Wars. And, Star Wars and the and the guy the the person I was talking to was like I, I, he was like really struggling to figure out what order oh. to show his kid the Star Wars movies right because like if you start with the the true right you know if you start with the theatrical order and you go four kids are gonna probably find Episode Four boring it's a movie that's almost fifty years old at this point right it's kind of slow the graphics are bad like it's not gonna hold the attention of a kid most likely the kids who grow up with right? iPads are gonna find that movie right very if boring. you start with Episode Seven. You're just setting up the child for failure in life. <laughs> you know, what? like you're showing them, you're showing them. Yeah, you know, Star, this is Star Wars, not Godfather. But then it's like, oh, do I start with episode one then? Because like episode one is yeah. like the most made for children. So I, also, I'll say it only goes also, up from there. This I'll say, I'll say this, I'll say this. <laughs> that is true. I think that's a problem on the parents. Sure. For allowing their kids to be so hyperactive in terms of the content they're consuming. Yeah. Anyone has the capacity, for the most part, to sit and watch something like Star Wars. It's just a matter of what you've been exposed to. So if they've been exposed to, you know, the current forms of content right now, which unfortunately is very, like, quick, 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 go, 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 go. TikTok, Instagram, six-second content. Yeah, you're right. I don't think anyone at six years old or however old the kid is is going to find four, five, or six interesting. That being said, though, the nice thing with Star Wars and where the world's going is Star Wars will probably never be not a thing. Sure. So they may show them episodes one, two, three, and that and kid will later. grow up being like, my parents like dumb shit. And then when that kid is older and has the attention span to sit there, they may rediscover it. So I wouldn't get too confused where to start. I would say do it in the theatrical release, four, five, six, one, two, three. And then that's it. Um. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, the proper order is gonna- four, five, six. Skip the first three, then don't watch the last three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Spoken like a true boomer. <laughs> I think I think the true order is just episode five. And, I mean, some uh, people say... No, the, 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 tr- the, the, the order that I've watched and uh, I saw before episode seven come out, came out, which was I found really fun to watch, was four, five, one, two, three, six. Um, because during that order, you don't ruin the twists. Um, like you, you end, you do four or five. You see Darth Vader go, "Luke, I am your father." Then you basically have three movie flashback of how he became to be Darth Vader. So now you put two and two together. Anakin right. is Darth Vader. Who? What? You see this, and then you have you come back to six. I watched that with uh, with our parents, mom and dad, before Episode Seven came out. We did it in two months. Each weekend, we just watched, banged out one of those movies. It was so much fun. And uh, I appreciated one, two, and three. Uh, Narrative. The most, the most ever in that order. But I also wonder, too, like, because people have talked about that a lot. Like, oh, what about the Darth Vader reveal? I'm like, but even for me growing up, I don't ever remember a moment in my life where I was like, oh, oh Darth Vader is Anakin's. You just knew. I just knew it, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's also part of, like, the cultural phenomenon of Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. Even if you don't watch the movies, like that's just probably a fact you're gonna pick up, like with other kids, and like if you talk, it's gonna about be in the textbooks. Darth Vader, right? And like, oh, it's Anakin's father. Like, 
you know, just knowing characters and stuff. Like, I think it's just, I feel, I feel like you just cartoons, you can cartoons use it all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. On, even, I just even feel even like it's that, part of that. Even using that, they're going to be on Google and see a meme. Yeah. They'll just see a meme. Sure. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what that is. Like, watching Star Trek. Well, yeah, that's on the parents to get them indoctrined into Star Wars. Two or three years old. Get them at two years old. Or just do it how Arjun and I did when uh, we watched episode seven. Lock yourself in a theater with oh a bunch no. of other sweaty individuals. Oh, my God. And then God. watch one, you two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then while you're watching it, you sleep through all of episode one. Most of episode two, you wake up for the big clone battle at the end. You watch episode three. You kind of half-ass it for four. You're in it for five. Six, you're like, let's hurry up and fucking go. Seven comes, and then you're like, okay. okay. That, that wasn't like worth it. The then I got, I, then I got 104-degree temperature. And then Arjun got the flu. Yeah. yeah. That's un- unbelievable. I got COVID in twenty. Can you imagine doing that today with COVID? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't. Never I don't, again. I don't think movie marathons are going to come back. Ever. And they sh- they shouldn't have even been a thing in the first place. That's awful. Yeah, awful awful but don't look awful behind you, Krishna. Oh, I know. With that, I think it's time for us to get out. But before we get out, I want your bold, most idiotic predictions in terms of come December, are theaters in this current climate with COVID and all the variants <laughs> and healthcare <laughs> concerns? Damn it, are dang. we going to see the current box offices? Films that are coming out, the nine that Christian mentioned. I want to hear, do you think all are going to stay in place? And then number two, do you actually think we will see the big ones that we want to see? The Dune, The Matrix, The No Way Home, and The Eternals in theaters? Or are those going to be at-home releases? I'm going to say all four of those do come out in theaters. But I would say not all nine of the movies that you mentioned will come out in theaters. Like I think a movie like Morbius gets pushed. I think like I should just get canceled. I think Bond <laughs> Bond has also been pushed enough times too, where I'm like I could see that being pushed again. The Bond um, one is that going to be re- that's Warner Brothers, right? I no, that's MGM. Okay, so it would okay, the, the, which is now owned by Amazon. So it's an Amazon movie. So they could just dump it on Amazon Prime. Could like, put it on Prime. whatever. Could put it on Prime. Yeah, that'd Ooh, be amazing. So yeah, I I second that. I think um, with Shang Chi, I don't think we see the Disney movies budge at all. They They've got the theaters on lock. People are going to go see those. Um, I think Dune will stay where it is. Uh, I th- honestly, I, I'm going I'm to throw Matrix Four in with the rest of them. I think everything else um, could move. I don't think they all move, but I think some of them will. Uh, I think I, I, I actually think Matrix Four might get moved yeah. because the other three are staying where they're at, and p- they at some point the studios will realize people are being selective right. with what they see. You can't have this many blockbusters all at once, right. and they do well because people. Can't afford to see them. Right. People will be like, October is Doom. November is Eternals. Yeah. December is Spider-Man. And that's as much risk as that's I'm allowing uh, to, to me and my family. I think Dune and... I think Dune and I think Matrix get moved. Dune is on Max, but they can still push it. I mean, they can do whatever they want. They've, they've HBO and uh, Warner Brothers have shown they'll do whatever they feel like doing. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Oh well, let's, let's look at like the current movies, too, because there's been like... What, F9 was the big movie of June. Yep. Black Widow was the big movie of July. Free Guy was the big movie of August. Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi for September. So it feels like it's like one big So then movie the big one could month. be Dune for October. Because that's the, but only it's the end of October, too. October yeah. 22nd. That could take too long. Could be Venom. Doubtful. No. October 1st. Venom's so. Are you actually going to go see Venom? TBD. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, that's a huge yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, June's got, June's got uh, memes. 
<laughs> oh wow, <laughs> she's got methods. And with I got that, you. and with that, we're gonna close out the pod here. <laughs> our next pod is gonna be this Friday, where uh, our Juno unfortunately won't be with us because he decided that he hates us. No, he has other things to do. Uh, so Lauren will be special guest hosting as we break down Hamilton Ooh. and give it a review for Krishna. We'll also break down the new Matrix trailer, <laughs> Matrix Four trailer, and a couple other talking points. So definitely tune into that. We will be live on youtube.com slash was it good. So be sure to follow us also on Twitter at was it good to find out what time we are on TikTok and Instagram at was it good pod. And our website was it good dot info has a newsletter coming shortly. Bye. <laughs>